0: As soon as a person realized that I can do this, it really is a mindset shift. That's really what it takes. It takes the ability for you to be open-minded enough to say that, hmm, could I do it? What would it look like for me if I did do it? And then what are the skills, what are the tools, what are the resources that I need to do, that I need to learn, build, or have at my disposal to be able to say that.
1: What's up, family? Welcome to another episode of the Traffic, Sales, and Profits show. My name is Lamar Tyler. I'm your host. And today, this is a different episode because we are showing much love to the introverts. And we brought the introvert whisperer to the conversation, Chris Kirkwood, Mr. Speak Your Way to Cash, right? We had his wife Ashley on earlier. We had a great conversation a few episodes back. But Chris is coming to talk about how introverts can sell more, right? how they can can take control of the sales process and feel authentic. Can they feel authentic? Absolutely. You have to. What's going on, man? Welcome to the show. Excited to have you here. You say you have to feel authentic when you're selling, right? Because um, a lot of people I find, whether introvert or not, are afraid of sales. But um, I think a lot of people, I've heard them use introversion as the reason why they can't sell. Why they can't
0: sell. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, can we get transparent up here? Like, we, let's like, just go strength and juggle it. Okay. Yeah, 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 we can. All right, so here, here's the thing. I identify as an introvert, right? But it doesn't mean that I'm shy. It means that, that I just prefer to be around people who I'm close to in smaller, intimate settings. Large groups, it kind of, it doesn't give me energy. It, right. It actually takes a lot of energy for me to be in large groups. So the fact of the matter is that I use my self-identity as an introvert To hide behind a wall of not being competent enough to be in certain rooms because I didn't want to be rejected a big thing with me is I believe that everybody is searching for one thing to find the group that they feel accepted in and because selling is one of those things that typically extroverted people who are high energy right leaders people who are top of the class who are always raising their hand, those people are typically the ones who are doing well in, in sales. Yeah, when I, when I think of salespeople, I think about
1: the dude that's loud. <laughs> they make a lot of noise. It's everybody's, you know, either everybody's best friend or everybody hate him. One, it's one or the other, right? But, it's like, but
0: everybody know him or her no matter what, right? Like I think about all of that, you're right. Yeah, so what, what ends up happening is that, at least in the conversations that I've had with other introverts, They say, well, I don't have that competence. That's not my personality. And I'm saying it don't got to be your personality. Use your personality because you have something very special. You have the ability to actually hone in on those intimate conversations. Whereas other people who typically, because that guy, like you said, they either hate him or love him. (laughs) And the people that, that, that hated him or didn't like him, it was because they didn't listen. So what I'm able to use is, uh, we got a framework. I sell with love, right? So I tapped into listening, being open minded to that person, validating where they are right now and where they want to go, and then using empathy empathy to actually build rapport and actually get them closer to that 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 sale. So so this is good. We got,
1: we gonna get. You. I know somebody like who is it? Do where he come from? We'll get to the backstory in one second. But we just went kind of straight for the juggler. So 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 this is good. Um, as you're talking about this, because you talked about, hey, like, like I like more intimate, one-on-one conversations. To me, that sounds a lot like sales, because most, not all sales process, but a lot of sales process process are not you talking to a hundred people. Oftentimes, it's like two people yes. just talking directly, finding out what that people, what that person needs, and how the product or service that you have helps them overcome the challenges, the problem, the issues that they may have. So it seemed
0: like it could be the perfect fit, if we're open to selling. Yes. It is the perfect fit. As soon as a person realizes that I can do this, it really is a mindset shift. That's really what it takes. It takes the ability for you to be open-minded enough to say that, hmm, could I do it? What would it look like for me if I did do it? And then what are the skills, what are the tools, what are the resources that I need to do, that I need to learn, build, or have at my disposal to be able to sell? If you can think about that and you can come to grips with that's a possibility, then you can, you can sell as an introvert. And actually you can be a powerful salesperson because you're going to be the underdog and everybody loves an underdog. <laughs> everybody, no matter what circle you're in, I believe people love to see the person because, and I, I never give myself titles because it's just not my personality. But what I really appreciate about our community and people that I've been in, in contact with is that they'll say, you're the people's champ. And it really touched my heart because I didn't see myself as being like a contender. I just wanted to have a conversation with people because that's what I love. I love engaging with people. I want to see people smile. I want to see them win. And that's what, that's my my natural personality. And it took, it took actually my wife to tell me that's a skill set. That's not like everybody doesn't have that. And so if they can think about it and then if they can like internalize it and see themselves, they can do it. They can become it. That's so good. That's so good. All right. Um,
1: uh, let's put a pen in this just for one second, because uh, I know people are asking and wondering, all right, like he sounds so confident. This is so amazing. It makes sense. But was he always a salesperson? Does he have a sales background? Like, like, you know, because a lot of times people I think we naturally do is when we see somebody confront something that we may believe, which could be a totally false belief, then we try to discount that. And say, well, oh, it's it's different, right? Because he, he he grew up in in you know uh, number two sales rep in in the southeast or whatever it may be. What what's your background? What's your story? Uh, I know you're in Atlanta now. Originally from Chicago. Yeah, right. Like like like, tell us about you know
0: starting off Chicago, growing up in Chicago. What's your, what's your background? Family life, I'm like. Okay, first and foremost, I am not a, a traditional trained salesman, right? That's that's wasn't my background. Um, so I I grew up i'm uh, from chicago right originally from the west side of chicago uh i am a third generation pk so for those of y'all who don't know what that is uh my dad was a was a preacher pastor my, my grandfather was a preacher and pastor uh so church was my life oh you were in the sales so you're selling the lord right. selling <laughs> selling salvation you're selling souls there we go <laughs> we came apart. My, i became a part my on, but, uh, but I, I didn't see it that way right uh so i did everything in church that Everything outside of well, no, actually, everything outside of being the lead pastor, the head pastor, I've done in church. I got my first set of keys at at the age of eleven. And I was carrying the mother's bags from the the sanctuary to the dining room. Right, I'm doing all the things: washing, wash trustee, trauma bear, literally Usher, all the things. Choir, director, I was a choir director. I was a choir director. A solo, I did. I did solos from playing the drums. Cause I also was over the music department. He played the drums, so, so I want y'all to pitch. This may not been what happened,
1: but in my mind, that's what I'm pitching. I'm pitching Chris playing the drums. He's singing. He's looking over the choir like, listen, y'all know, get it together, right? Doing all of
0: it. That's exactly how I went down. <laughs> right. So that, like, that's my my background, right? Um, that's why I was I was born into that. Um, I had no intention of ever going into sales, not even just sales, but business, because my dad was an entrepreneur, and I saw how. Him being an entrepreneur, he had really big vision. Actually, my dad was the very first entrepreneur that I seen. He's a person that I got my uh, in in the in the faith community. We call it that crazy faith. For him, he had big dreams. He always had big dreams, and I, I appreciate my dad for for stealing that into me. But it was always a big problem with the church community because he would he would find these these great deals, these investment opportunities, and he would bring it back to the community but they really couldn't handle the risk Yeah, for them. They thinking all oh, this guy is, you know, is in the same faith community. If it don't work out, he going to take care of me. That's not how investing works. Exactly. However, he was shunned because if a deal didn't go the way that everybody thought it was, he lost, they lost, but he was, he was uh demand, like it was a demand on him to pay them back and make them hope. Wow. So I saw that and I saw uh, the reputation that he got for being whatever, you know, whatever, they were putting on him. He just had big dreams. He was just far further ahead than everybody else was. He saw he saw something uh, for his family. My dad got us from the west side of Chicago, living in a two-bedroom apartment. Six kids. Mom and dad. And we moved to the south suburbs in a five-bedroom house. To this day, I don't know how he did it. But I know he had big dreams and he was committed to getting us out, out of, out of that, that situation. Now, let me ask you this. Seeing that um, and seeing the,
1: the good and the bad, right? Seeing him like literally move your family from one living situation to a, a better situation, but also seeing the way um people may have treated him unfairly or unjustly because he was a big dreamer, and because um they said, okay, we'll take the risk until the risk is too much, and it's like, now you take this risk and straighten us out. Um, what kind of impact did that have on you? Or does it still have an impact on you today? Like, does it make you cautious
0: in some areas where normally, like, you know, you just gotta remember those different things? That's good. So, what it does is it, it kind of um, it helped me to kind of create uh, where the lines are with certain communities, That's good. and making sure that i i keep I keep that um, in at the forefront of my mind that not everybody can handle the risk that you can handle. Not everybody's gonna gonna rock with you the way they're not going to see your vision and understand where you're trying to go and be okay with taking on the risk that you're willing to take on but you got to be clear about that in the beginning yeah so for me uh growing up i always shunned away from anything that looked like business entrepreneurial sales anything that kind of looked like that i didn't want to do that officially right so that that's kind of how it impacted me too. it took me graduating from from college working in education for 10 years to realize I shouldn't just went to school for business. Because I studied my growth, yeah. uh, you know, hindsight is always 20-20, right? Yeah. I believe it, it could have studied my growth, but I believe now I am where I'm supposed to be, where I'm always supposed to be. And now I feel more like myself than I've ever felt in my life. But that's, that's because I stopped hiding, I stopped hiding my true self. See, when we we grow up in certain communities, it doesn't matter if you're if it's faith based. It doesn't matter if it's uh, social groups or organizations, whatever right. you want to fit in so much so that you are willing to become somebody else just so that you can keep your acceptance, just so you can keep your membership. So true. And it's only when you can confront the fact that you're you're being somebody else that you actually start living who you are, you truly are. So.
1: How did you, cause you said, you know, I'm not um, classically or professionally trained as a salesperson. Um, At what point did you realize you were a salesperson?
0: When I made my sale, first sale. What was that? Uh, So it was, uh, I think what, 20, either 2019 or 20, no 2020. So 2020, um, I was, I started working full time in our company, Speaking Ready Cash, um, right after the pandemic. Uh, we had our first child. I was working in a classroom. When everything went virtual, I can no longer be in the classroom. I already told you I'm an introvert. I shine when it's in person. Yeah. But having that screen up, uh, working with the students, I really, I really, uh, I knew that I could not deliver on what I, you know, what I really was was great at. And I decided I had to cut out. Right. And I had a baby at home, that also makes a huge difference in life. It was a turning point for me. That's when I realized I had to do something different. Um, so I committed to joining our company, uh, my wife and I, our company full time. And um, I started just trying to figure out well, what was my place in the business. And it wasn't it wasn't sales at first. It was pure operations, uh, more mostly admin. And uh, to be honest with you, you work with your wife. We bumped heads a lot in that first year. Really me and Ronnie never bumped heads.
1: If you're a six or seven-figure entrepreneur, a black business owner, and you don't know where to go, if you feel like you're alone, if you feel like you don't have anyone to talk to that gets how you feel or gets the pressures of being a business owner in today's climate, guess what we do. I want to introduce you to the Traffic Sales and Profit Mastermind. Now in the TSP Mastermind, we have a 12-month program that's gonna help you reach your next six, seven, or eight figures in business over the course of a year. Now, along that year, we have one-on-one coaching, we have accountability, we have community, we have live events, and everything you need in order to reach the next level. For more information, visit us at
0: www.trafficsalesandprofit.com. Uh, yeah, so, so it, took, it took about a year to figure out what my place actually was. And it kind of, it kind of happened by me doing what I always done. We have a lot of virtual, uh, you know, virtual launches, summits, challenges, webinars, what have you. Right. Right. And I would do what I did at church. I was greeting people as they coming in. I'm saying hello. <laughs> I saying, hey, how y'all doing? You know, what's going on? Welcome. Good to see you. I'm doing exactly what I had done all those years ago when I was growing up. And what I started noticing is that people started remembering and I started having conversations with people in the chat. About about their life, about what brought them on, why they're here. Oh, I want to impact this. I want to do X, Y, and Z. And I started remembering and taking account of that. And I started moving some of those conversations. Those conversations just started naturally building. And the next time I would see them, they would say, "Hey, I actually did X, Y, and Z." And I was like, "Great, I remember." You know. And uh Ashley, you know, my wife uh, was was uh, making a pitch, and somebody DM'd me on a Zoom and said, "I want to buy." And I was like, "Wait, you want to buy? What do you mean? She hasn't finished selling. Like, what are you?" She was like, "Yeah, I want to actually, I want to buy." And I I take I DM Ashley. I was like, "This lady said she wants to buy. (laughs) What do I do?" She was like,
1: "Give me the link." As like I'm pitching right now, man. Like, what are you talking about? (laughs) So I
0: gave her the link, and she bought. And for me, all I was doing was just saying hello. All all I thought I was doing was just you know being kind, being the person that I knew how to be. And in that that conversation, that rapport led to a sale. And I didn't know then, but that would lead to actually me generating, uh, you know, helping to to actually lend support to us, closing over a million dollars in sales in the last year. Um, and so I think that was a really, that was a turning point because when she bought, I turned my camera off and I went running to the other side to where Ashley's office was, and I'm jumping up and, you know, because it was exciting for me, because it was it was my first. Yeah, I think people always kind of remember that first. Yeah, it I was special it. for me. I love it. Did you ever tell the, the Does the lady that bought does she know the story? I don't. I don't think she knows. As <laughs> she will now. She <laughs> but it was. It was. It was. It was definitely special for me. And um. And what it did was it unlocked something that I had suppressed for years. Um uh. Because the truth of the matter is that I've always been enamored with sales. I've always loved the the challenge of being able to guide somebody to something that they say they want right because i only i only sell to people who who i believe that i could help right and they they identify you know me my company our business as being that support system um it just kind of something clicked I, i can't even put words to it but something clicked and from that day on i've been just excited about about sales i love it so um, back to our introverts that may be watching, because they're saying, All right, this
1: is amazing. This is a great backstory. Uh, it's the church. And I ain't grew up in the church. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can't play the drums. I can't direct nobody's choir. I definitely can't sing no solo. Uh, you know, he got all this charisma. Like, it's, it's, it's something special. What are the first few steps or the first few things they can do if they're watching this to say, All right, I literally, you know, want to try out sales or want to become better at selling my product or service or whatever it may be? Yeah, the first
0: the first thing is actually for you to identify your why. Why are you, why is it that you are selling what you're selling? The products, the services, who are you serving? If you stop serving or selling that product, what happens to those people yeah. that you said that you wanted to serve at Impact? Is there a gap missing? And you have to identify that why, because there's days that I don't feel like picking up the phone when I don't feel like, texting or chatting or whatever we all have those moments but it's that why it has to be it has to go beyond you it has to go beyond even sometimes your your family it has to be a great enough why that's going to get you up out of the bed or get you out of that whatever you're going through right to get you to actually close the deal or at least pick up the phone and make the call um so identify your why and then it's change your mindset you got to get your money mindset right there's so many people especially in the black community who grow up, uh, with, with a, an imbalanced understanding of money and wealth. Now I, I I can say this because I did grow up in the church. I grew up hearing that money was the root of all evil. Yep, but that's not that's not even correct biblically. It's the love of money. So you got to change whatever mindset you whatever because many people have a lot of uh, barriers around generating wealth around, because people say, well, look at them. All they wanted, they money hung. It's all of these different things that we've heard. You have to figure out, identify what they are, and then you got to come at them. I had to work on my mindset around money. I didn't even want to be rich. I didn't even want to build wealth. I thought it was, I thought it was like the worst thing in the world, like for real. And it actually took years of, of me, uh, you know, my wife talking about why I thought that way and then combating it. And then now I think about, I don't just want to build wealth for me, but my family, I got a daughter. It takes a lot to raise just, <laughs> And I just got one. There's people out here with with three, four, five kids. They got family that's, that they support, yep. right? That's, that's dependent on them. Parents sometimes, parents, right? You got all of these different things that you have to, you know, that you have to actually pay for and cover. Where do you think that's going to come from? You, got a, you know, money. You need it. It answers everything. Um, but if you can tie that building wealth to an impact and changing your community for the better, man, that's a golden ticket. So I love, she so said, like, really establishing that. Why? Like, why am I
1: doing this? Why? This thing in that mindset. You know, and that's interesting. We um, um, taped the episode uh, for the show, and that came up. Like, just come up a few times now. And we talked about the fact that you know so much. You know, people always think what, what, sales or marketing or business is about um, is always the strategy, right? I want the strategy. Like, tell me the specific thing to do. Tell me, you know, like what's the what's the step I need to take? But like you said, so much of it is mindset yeah. and how you think about it. And, and if you have these subconscious mindset blocks, or you don't even think about money correctly or the way you view it, you'll never have it. Yeah. Because no matter what strategy you do. Like, literally, everything in your mind will be telling you, like, like it's almost like a uh, a fear flee, you know, face, face it like, 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 your, your, yeah, exactly, right? Like, where your mind and everything could be moving towards that wealth, that sale and offer, whatever it is, but subconsciously, your mind is thinking, no. Because if we get that money, like, bad things are going to happen, yeah. right? With someone like, like, more money, more problems. Yep. And if we get the money, we're going to have more problems, it's going to be more drama. People are not going to like us. People won't think we're greedy. People won't think, like, all the things that people think. Um, but what we have to realize is on the other side of that, you know, what they say, money just magnifies the person that you are. Yeah. So if you're a given person, if you have more money, then you can give more, right? If you're a person love to serve people, if I got more money, I can serve the masses in a way that I never could if I was broke. So so literally just shifting that mindset. Is that something that you see? Because, you know, you all have a lot of clients. You have a lot of people in your community that come to launches and challenges and summits and things you do like that, that their money mindset and just mindset in general, is that one of the things you see that y'all have to like
0: really work on the most? Yes. Um, because a lot of people don't see, a lot of people will, they will write themselves out of success. They will find ways to argue them, argue why they shouldn't be a leader in their community, why they shouldn't make, you know, why they shouldn't generate revenue or income. Yeah. And that's something that we hear a lot and we've learned to allow people to to share it, and then we we ask them, well, who like who are your what's your inspiration? Yeah, what do you desire to do? And they'll say it because another thing that we don't do enough is dream. We gotta dream the dreams that I there's a question that I ask people, what is what is something that you aspire to do that that you fear giving words to? You won't even say it out loud, and once they say it. They realize that it's not that unattainable. And once people realize that their problems are just as small as an ant, or their dreams it actually is within reach, yeah, then they're ready for learning how to get the, the resources and the necessary tools and learn the skills to actually go and get it. That's when a person's ready for the strategy. Because that's when they are they're coachable. That's when they can now go into it and you got to get into a different community you got to leave the the naysayers the negative people yeah you have to get out of any place that is not talking about leveling up going beyond doing something that's never been done before then you need to you need to get out of that community you need to get into some a place where i love always being around people who are smarter than me people who are at my level and people that i could reach I can reach out and help because now it's a full circle. I'm getting something, I'm learning something, I'm helping somebody, right, and I'm kind of mirroring somebody so it's healthy competition.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's good. I, I, w- I want to ask you this. Um, with uh, uh, introverts um, and extroverts, do you think they should be approaching sales differently?
0: I think you, I, from my experience, I had to approach sales differently, not the mechanics of sales. Right, the mechanics are are there. Right, when I first started out, Ashley taught me how to sell. I learned how by watching, first listening to the calls, because our office it was just too too close. We had, in the house. You used listening when you didn't
1: want to listen. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do my work on me.
0: I'm in training. I'm even on me in training right now. Like, you know, tell your client do X, Y, or Z. <laughs> Right. So it, it was first kinda like indirectly hear those conversations, but then um when I once I joined, I had to actually sit and listen to um the process, right? Right, the learning the methodology, like understanding, you know, how to sell. Um and she wrote the scripts. I'm a type of person where I need a script. So mm-hmm. for other people that I've talked to that that identify as introverts, we actually have to be More prepared. We have to feel prepared Mm. in order before we get into that call. So research Mm -hmm. is great. I'm looking at social media. I'm looking at uh, how many times a a prospect has interacted with our company. Did they come to the last challenge? Did they buy the book? How are they engaging in the community? Right. I'm looking at all of that information ever before I even get on a call with them, so that by the time I get on a call with them, I got my script up. Mm -hmm. I got identifiers about what you know how they've engaged with the company. Yep. And then I got my offer up. And then I got my space is laid out. Right. I need my two screens. I gotta have my, my water, my coffee. Right. So so that's how I view um selling. And there's some extroverts who would just go, they'll just go right into a conversation. Me, I need to I need to but but you <laughs> know what I
1: love about what you said too. To me it sounds like um two things, right? Um you set the atmosphere so that you're comfortable. Yes. You, which which also sets you up for success. So you're like, hey, if I'm gonna be successful, I'm gonna be intentional about my success and I'm gonna create an environment where I feel like I'm gonna thrive. Yes. So whatever I need, right? If I need my two screens, cool. If I need like water and coffee, cool. Like whatever I need, yeah. I'm gonna set it up and, and say also, let me not just do what everybody else is doing, um, but I'm gonna cater you know, catered around when I need to be successful. Yes. I like that. Um, and then the second piece, besides like like setting yourself up for success, it also sounds like um, you created your own system. Yeah, so I I
0: learned and, and let me, system first.
1: And let and let me ask you this, right? Well, not not so much the cell system, but just system to even take that in, what you wrapped around. It, yeah, it, right. Uh, and and let me let me ask you this: Is the way um, Ashley, your wife, would you consider Ashley an introvert or extrovert? Extrovert. Oh, okay. she's a A A A type. I, I call her type A A plus. <laughs> so, how? Let me ask you this: How is your selling style? Because you're using the same methodology, strategy. Because you say, "Hey, I learned from her." Yeah. Like, like, uh, give me a comparison between the 2 before I get in trouble. Okay. <laughs> my, my, my wife is in. The world. Right. Uh, we we heard her. Right. Was, and you're not, <laughs> to, you're not supposed to make noise
0: off camera. Okay. Studio 101 is. <laughs> All right. So okay. So, so quickly, when I first started doing the sales calls, she noticed that my calls were like going over. If her calls are like ten, ten, fifteen minutes, my calls were like twenty, twenty-five minutes. <laughs> it's too long, according to her. Yeah. However, we noticed that after after a while, those those conversations started leading to sales. So just the, the amount of time, because Ashley's way more direct. I'm. How's your mama doing? You know, how's the back Ask me the back, like, oh nobody care. No nobody cares, Chris, about the people. mama, their family. So so I didn't realize then, but eventually I, I realized that what I was doing is I was getting background knowledge and context around their why. Okay. All of this information gave me it the the the, the, the more I built a rapport with them, the more I understood about their their unique uh environment their family structure, their business, what they were looking to do. I understood their why. And actually, it made me become the person that they wanted to buy from even more. Wow. Because they, they felt the connection. They felt the connection. And you resonated with them. Exactly. And so even if it wasn't, and I always left, even if a person didn't buy in that call, I left it open and said, hey, I'm always here. I'll see you next time. And they appreciated that. And so the next time I saw them, I brought up that previous call and eventually they, they end up buying.
1: Mm.
0: So to the extent that at our at our event, uh Speaking Rated Cash Live um twenty 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 two, we had about two hundred people in a room. And um and Ashley asked them at one point how many of you all had a conversation with Chris and ended up buying your ticket. The majority of the hands of the, in the room went up. Mm. So what did you tell Ashley afterwards? When well, nobody's
1: right you like, this is my people. Just letting you know, <laughs> I'm letting you borrow my people for this afternoon. I love that. I think you just solidified that, um, is that connection that again? It, though? that a connection, that it works. Yeah, that it that it works. And, you, and it's, this is a good point, right? Because as we have this conversation, one of the things that I noticed, right, that, that most people I know, the introverts, are very great, are are uh are great with connection, right, and connecting, like you said, like one on one directly with people. So it's again, it's about leveraging your strengths. And just over the years i've learned that it's not that um i say all all the time and i I was talking about ronnie with this all the time i would say hey the things that people do or don't do most time it's not that they bad or good it's just different yeah you know what i'm saying it's like hey like it's not good that i operate this way somebody else may do the opposite and it's not they i'm doing it right you're doing it wrong we do it two different ways so how can you leverage the different pieces in your strengths and then use those to kind of catapult you towards success, which sounds like the thing you've learned how to do. And now um, you have a book coming where you're going to teach other introverts how to do it, too. Yeah. It's, so, so, like, And I want to know, like, how did you get to writing a book? Was people just blowing you up, like, teach me how to do it, Chris? Was it like you
0: just saw a need? Like, like how did you get to that place? Lamar, to be honest with you, I don't know how I got to be writing this book right now. with uh, Ashley. Ashley. <laughs>
1: when you say, I don't know the way you shut your hand, I'm like I know I'm trying, I'm trying to think
0: no nah, but but, honestly, <laughs> but seriously uh, i'm I'm right writing, writing the book because our audience uh a large part of our audience identifies with being uh, introverts and a lot of a lot of what we're hearing is that uh a lot of people are saying that they are afraid to make the call or they're inconsistent with their their outreach or their pitching um and we wanted to just systematize what it could look like for people who don't who may not have the confidence that they believe that somebody else has right they're saying i'm not that that outspoken person i don't i don't uh show up on social media every day right right i'm not i'm not the person that that could really engage with a sale to a large crowd but i can connect one-on-one yeah or i can connect you know with smaller groups and so we just over the over you know over the years we've been listening to our audience and uh people have been asking about about this in in in, in um it's small groups, but it's been enough times for, for us to say, okay, let's actually like, let's listen and let us put out something that the people can actually take take hold to and, and sell more. Because all sales is a conversation. Yeah. And if you're great at conversations, then you could be great at sales. That's true.
1: That's true. And I, I want everybody watching to make sure you internalize that piece, right? You said what? Well, because like all sales are conversation. If you're great at conversation, you be great at sales. And I think a lot of times people work themselves up. Yeah. To feel like and think it has to be so much more or that selling is sleazy or that, you know, I'm I'm duping somebody. But it really is like, hey, that person got a problem. And if I honestly believe that the product or service that I have is something that's going to help overcome the problem or the challenge they have, why would I not want to get it to them? Yeah. And, and, you know, we I always say, you know, to go even deeper that, is it wasn't until I really became good at selling that I realized that that was my best avenue to serving. And the selling was really just serving, right? As long as you, if you're selling something, now if you sell some junk, I don't know. Right. But if you're selling something that literally, like like most of the entrepreneurs I meet are selling a product or a service that they're passionate about because they love the impact that it has on people's lives. Well, I know that in order to impact as many people I have with my my thing, whatever it may be, like I got to be able to sell it, right? Like that transformation won't happen with those
0: other people until I can get them to buy into what I have. And that happens through sales. Here's something that I, that I share with our community, um, our, our cash leads, right? I tell them, um, I believe wholeheartedly and, and Ashley so much that anything she puts in the market, I can sell because I know how I know how hard she's working, yeah, training, studying, and how how deep how deep she goes into building something for our community and our listeners and our audience. So to your point, it's something that not not only is just gonna help you to to you know generate more revenue. You're going to be able to use this to impact your community in excellence. That's what we're, that's what this is all about. It's in, how do you impact more people, serve them a, a excellent product or deliver an excellent service, get more referrals and keep doing it over and over again. I love it over and
1: over again. So uh, Chris, right, let, let me tell you this. If people want to get a hold of you, they want to follow you. They want to learn more about uh, Speak Your Way to Cash. Come to the amazing events that y'all do.
0: Like, how can they find more information?
1: Um, and they need to get on the list so that they can make sure they get this book when the book drops.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, so the, uh, join the, uh, the Speak Your Way to Cash Facebook group. Uh, you can, um, it's Speak Your Way to Cash on Facebook. You also can uh, can look look uh, look me up at, uh, at Chris K Speaks on Instagram. On Facebook, it's Chris Kirkwood. Uh, you can also reach us at the Ashley Nicole Show on instagram uh, but if you are uh, if you want to find us it's speak your way to cash on all platforms all right y'all so listen they have an amazing platform an amazing community for speak your way to cash
1: and hopefully today right if you've identified as an introvert hopefully this conversation has frees you to a level to say hey you know what uh chris dropped some nuggets he gave me some actionable steps to take and if he's able to sell millions i don't know if y'all caught that chris is some millions with a with a capital m if he's able to sell millions right and and not use that as a shield and something to hide behind. That means you can too. Make sure you follow. Them, make sure you get hooked in. Make sure you attend the, the launches, the summits. The, they kill it online, right? And the in-person events. You want to make sure you get in the room. And if they get if they come to an event, can they meet you in person?
0: Absolutely. Come see me. Listen, like I love it. I love it, right? It's actually especially, especially for 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 the uh, for for the brothers, right? We got a men's ministry. Don't give cash, right? Uh, yeah, definitely come come see me, come say hello, give me a hug, high five or handshake, whichever one you feel comfortable. Yeah, with. just not in big bunches, all at one time. Exactly, one by
1: one. one by, ah, 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 <laughs> ah, ah, ah. All right, Chris, I appreciate you being here, man. Uh, thank you so much, y'all. You've watched another episode of Traffic Sells a Profit Show. Introverse. This one was specifically. Look, listen. We did this for you. Make sure you implement what we talked about. Make sure you get connected with Chris, and make sure you go out there and start making more sales. We'll see you next time. The Combo, your home for conversations on black entrepreneurship and wealth, available on your favorite platforms.